When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Andy Brand Bernard, Murray House Comedy, Mike Molina, and special guest Jesse May Peluso. <laughs> special guest, you've been a special guest before. <laughs> I think that's uh, all I am. Well, we'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant. Bradshaw and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. playing this isn't it shouldn't this be tomorrow yeah you know <laughs> be here tomorrow celebrating though. we will not be here tomorrow it's absolutely true like you weren't here in time to do the I was, yeah, no no <laughs> i was here and then i had to run word, get word. my then i had to run get my lunch and then check on our next hour's guests and they're here oh here we go check so, on me like here Google we me. go <laughs> no our next hour <laughs> Ah, the next one. Yeah. He's running the show now. No, I'm not <laughs> running the show. I'm just, He's I'm, taking, it over, taking over. I'm trying to help. You know how he uh, is. <laughs> you know I'm trying to help. <laughs> I'm trying to help. I like that. That works for me. Who's drinking right into the... That was me. That, you, oh, God, of course it was. Yeah, between... Uh, you're, you're like n- the no, no. version of L.A. Nick. No, I was going yep. to say... <laughs> no, 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 no. I know what a live commercial spot is. I know what it means to shut up in a live uh, commercial spot. Well, that's true. That is true. And not move. So... Yeah, and here I was. I was. I was. I was playing that song to get you ready for tomorrow, but I was also going to play your, uh, your buddy Tom's favorite line from Blazing Saddles. I opted not to. Ooh, Tom Gorman? Yeah. 
Which is, I'll it's take. I, I told. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, that's it. That's it exactly. <laughs> now you got to play it. Uh, I. Uh, that's a lot of editing. Do you have the? Do you have the edited version? No, no, I gotta find one. I can scrap one together soon, though. Uh, have they ever released that movie in edited form? I don't think so. Seems kind of pointless. <laughs> oh, it would. I don't think so. It would kill the movie. No, it, it has. Mm, probably I, would. I have. I've seen it on regular TV. Oh, uh, so it must be terrible. Oh, it was god-awful. Well, it's like when you would watch The Sopranos on E&E when it's edited. Or Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah it's it's just like yeah. half the movie's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like Casino. My mom and I counted the swears in Casino. It was like something like five. We stopped yeah. counting. like 500 yep. fucks. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's, uh, it's got the most. <laughs> so many. It does indeed. But I do like it when Tony Soprano turns to somebody and goes, I'm warning you, you mother humper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Mother humper? Really? Is that, that's pretty frightening. Humper. That's what he says on the like, oh, God. Yeah, that's that's what it that's what he said. Yeah, well, and I can't even remember can't even remember how they edited out the uh Blazing Saddles, but the N word wasn't even changed to Negro, it was changed to something else, which was like at oh. least you couldn't have gone to Negro. Yeah, I feel like changing yeah, it to something else makes good. it a whole other new form of racism. <laughs> right. <laughs> You run into dangerous like. territory. Uh-oh. You know, just me, just me, I gotta, to be honest with you, I'm really worn out on my current form of racism, so I'd like to develop a new form of racism yeah. for, you know, for JB and Murray In his honor. A lot of different... <laughs> Tevin Pittman, you know, I just, if I'm going to be racist toward them, I'd like a new form of racism. It'd be much better. Pers- oh, yeah. Personalize it. Make it special. Yes. That's exactly right. <laughs> we just personalized the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, I, it, I mean, we were talking about this yesterday. The best man in my wedding is about as Irish as they get. I mean, this guy's Irish as Irish. As I said, he's so Irish, his skin looks like a glazed donut in the uh, wintertime. <laughs> I was going to say, like, lizard skin before it's fully formed. It's just, like, transparent. Yeah. Yes, that's pretty much it. That's exactly right. So we're sitting there watching it. Uh, uh, watching uh, Blazing Saddles in the theaters when it first came out. We're sitting there watching it, Tom Gorman and I are, and he says, we'll take the big N's and the big C's, but we don't want the Irish. <laughs> in the dark, I could see how red his face got. He was so it was phenomenal. He was so mad that they said that. And then he just got up and left. Did he? <laughs> Stop. Yeah. That made him so sensitive. The walkout. Oh, oh, God, yes. God. Uh, Give me a break. That movie's amazing. <laughs> That's my dad's favorite movie. He still, Actually, he still laughs at movie. it. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, my favorite line in the movie, to tell you the truth, <laughs> is when Slim Pickett says, Well, that was lucky. Damn near lost a $400 hand card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doesn't care about the two black guys in the quicksand. <laughs> Doesn't care about them at all. It's like, oh my God. Andy, you've seen the movie. Yep. But what do you think of that movie? I uh, think it's fine. <laughs> I think it's, it's fine. fine. There's some good parts in there, but a, I don't know. A lot of it is, um, I think you had to be there. Because people have been talking about it for the past 30, well, 40 years. Well, that's true. That is true. And it's like, oh, yeah, that line that I've already heard a hundred times by yeah, different people. It's true. You're Unfortunately, right. that's the case. It's like if I ever see Jaws, it's just going to be like, you know, it's going to feel like I'm watching a clip show of all the various clips of Jaws I've seen parodied over the years. <laughs> yes, it's true. The timing by the way, is important. Jess, Jess May Peluso, our special guest, and I was looking at your promo picture on the uh, House of Comedy website. You don't look so happy. Why do you look so happy on there? <laughs> Are you telling me not to look happy? <laughs> yeah, don't look so happy. You just look really happy. <laughs> I'm a happy, no, a happy person. My mom used to call me her California baby. That was her nickname for me. And she always called my sister her Aww. mistake. So I guess I, I was more important. Well, that's... It's not very nice of your mother now, is it? You know, it? at least she admits to it. <laughs> at least she knows when she's made a mistake. I asked my mother. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you know, I'm one of nine. <clears throat> Holy hell. And I asked my mother, I said, okay, who, were, who was not planned for? All Seven of you, I'd say. And she said, oh, the last two. Just the last 
last two. Just the last two. I went, okay. Yeah, your Christmases. I'm not, I'm not buying it because <laughs> I would have been the baby at that point. So it's like she just said that to make me feel good. Yeah. It's so. a smart mom move. <laughs> your Christmases must be so fun. Oh, they were they were a reign of terror. Yeah. That mm-hmm. sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. How do you know he's not a Muslim? <laughs> well, you know, the, the equivalent of Christmas for them. Uh. No. And everybody else. I'm, I'm Catholic. <laughs> I mean, Christmas, else. everyone should just celebrate it. That's what I think. That's true. No, I agree. That's my I, agenda. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I have no problem with that agenda because I agree with it 100%. I, everyone should have their own form of Christmas. Right. I We found out, as a matter of fact, because it's St. Patty's Day tomorrow, that the four biggest drinking days of the year, number one is uh, New Year's Eve, Number two is the 4th of July. St. Patrick's Day is number four. You know it's number three? The day before Thanksgiving? The day you find out you're pregnant? (laughs) Well, that was you. That's a holiday. Uh, Christmas Eve? That's a holiday. You're close. Christmas Day? Thanksgiving. Christmas Day. Day. (laughs) Yep. Who the hell gets hammered on Christmas Day? <laughs> people who don't people. have families, there's a lot of people out there. I used to attend bar, and those suckers would roll yeah. up, belly up to the bar as soon as really? we opened and leave when, when we closed. Oh, yeah. Really? Or, or people in preparation for their families. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you, oh, you need that yeah, liquid that liquid uh, courage. courage and veil to deal with your family. Mm-hmm. Some people. Is that depressing as hell to be a bartender on Christmas Day? It's got to be just <laughs> yeah. painful. Oh yeah, it is. You're like, I, God, oh. I, I really should have gone to college. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're like, oh, I did go to college. This is so I can pay off college. <laughs> my one of my favorite stories about my brother, who was a bartender for most of his life. I already told the story on the on the morning show, but I got two stories. You will love this because uh, you tended bar yourself. Uh, St. Paddy's Day. Goes into the men's room. He's at the urinal. Guy next to him is just hammered. He goes, hey, you having fun? Guy goes, that's unbelievable. It's the greatest. Oh, man, I'm so happy to be be out. And my brother goes, what do you mean? He goes, oh, I, they just let me out of jail. <laughs> he goes, what? He said, yeah, I just got out of jail. He said, what were you in jail for? He goes, DUI. <laughs> Public intoxication. So that's... That's the, he had a DUI, and they just let him out. So the judge let him out on St. Patrick's Day. That's what a hilarious. Good idea. That's a movie line. That's like a movie idea right there. That's how it you is. start a movie. This is my favorite, and you kind of, in a way, might have, you know. Uh, my brother went to work at a new bar where he was the bouncer and the bartender. <laughs> when he his shift, he was the bouncer and the bartender. So I said, how's your first day of work go yesterday? He goes, it was interesting. I said, why? What happened? He goes, my first night on a job. And by the way, I need to say up front, they were both fully dressed out in who they were. I mean, they were dressed to the nines. I had to break up a fist fight between a cowboy and an Indian. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's so good. He said, honest to God, one guy was dressed as a cowboy, the other was dressed as an Indian. That's beautiful. He said, it's unbelievable. A uh, little stressful, though, breaking it up, I would guess. <laughs> and the other thing, has anybody ever asked you this? Because I actually heard this. I'm sitting in a bar one time, uh, probably 10, 15 years ago. And the and the bartender's being the nicest guy in the world, just, you know, whatever. And this guy who was next to me was probably 70, probably 70 years old. And he looks at the bartender and he goes, hey, I want to ask you a question. I want a free drink. And the guy said, well, I can't. I can't give you a free drink. He goes, well, I, but I want a free drink. The bartender said, well, I'm sorry, sir, but I, it's not my bar. I can't just hand out free liquor to you. The guy said, okay, here's what we'll do. And the bartender, by the way, was about 25 years old. Okay, here's what we'll do. We'll go outside and I'll race you for it. He's <laughs> like, what? He goes, we'll do like a 100-yard dash, and if I beat you, you got to give me a free drink. <laughs> the just went away. He didn't even respond. He just went to the other end of the bar. <laughs> oh, my God. That's extreme measure. I mean, I feel like you could have done a magic trick or something a little bit more localized. Yeah, if you're than drunk a and... Sprint. Yeah. If, 
You're drunk in 70. You're probably not going to beat a 25-year-old guy in a sprint. I'm sorry. I just I don't think you have much of a shot. That's I don't know, I'm man. That, that one might have hit home for the 25-year-old. He might have got injured and can't run. Yeah. The old guy was picking well, on him. Well, that's yeah. a good observation. I never thought of it, though, but you're probably right. that he, he, he may have been injured and just had no chance. He had no prayer. No well, chance. you want to see some oh, characters, sad. especially on St. Paddy's Day. I don't know if they still do it, but there's an Irish pub in St. Paul, oh, of man. course. And uh, they would hand out, they open up at 8 a.m. on St. Patrick's Day, and they, all the taps are free. It's free booze until somebody cracks a seal on the toilet. So people would show up in Depends and, like, you know, oh, just oh for free booze. Oh. And I was like, oh, no. How Depends. sad can you be? <laughs> like, oh. It's not worth it. That's extreme. <laughs> for That's free extreme. beer. That's extreme. I'm like, nope. No, it's unbelievable. And they serve the cheap stuff yeah. on St. Patty's yeah. Day. Yeah, they're not serving the fancies. They're not even no. serving, <laughs> like, Jameson's, no, like, no. probably well whiskey yeah. for that situation. Uh, that's that's so really me, how, long, how long were you a bartender? About seven years in New York City. Yeah. Seven years? In, mm-hmm. And where in New York City? Uh, four or five different places in Soho and also down in Tribeca is where I spent a majority of my bartending career. Uh, the nice places. Yeah. <laughs> I got <laughs> lucky. Nice, yeah, no, they are nice. Those are like the most expensive neighborhoods. So wow. she didn't ex- right, absolutely. She didn't experience <clears throat> a place like Moby Dick's or something that. Like sounds that. great. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would love to work in a place no. called Moby Dick's. So you weren't up there in Harlem or the South Bronx or <laughs> no, East no, no. New York? <laughs> I was in the safe hood. No, I was that. living in bed I, I figured, you know, I might as well balance out my danger. <laughs> Let's keep it near my apartment, and work can be safe. Yeah, there you go. No, Moby, no, like Moby Dick's was a bar in downtown Minneapolis, notorious for just trouble happening. And a friend of mine told mm, me yes. once that they busted a guy who tried to distract the uh, bartender so he could reach over and grab a bottle, mm-hmm. and they caught him. <laughs> and they handcuffed his hands behind his back and his legs Ooh. and <laughs> made him sit there with the bottle in front of him for like two hours <laughs> with the cops. And the cops carried him out <laughs> via the handcuffs. Oh, like a pig? Yeah. And the guy's just screaming oh, as his arms are, you know, basically ripping out of his sockets, of course, at that point. Wow. Like, ah! <laughs> well... It's but you like, know what? If you went to Moby Dick's, you had to know that that was going to... Well, again, I knew that head bouncer there. Yeah. And I'm talking to him one time. In Moby Dick's, I'm talking to the head bouncer. And this guy starts causing trouble. And my friend went over to him and said, <laughs> Sir, you're going to have to calm down. Uh, because if you don't calm down, you're going to have to leave. And uh, if you leave, you go out the front door, you can go home. You go out the back door, you're going to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so... So there is that. It was that kind of place. It was fun, though. Trust me. You would have loved it. It was fun. It sounds fun. I had fun bartending. It was actually... Did you? Yeah, a lot of a lot of characters, man. A lot of crazy, crazy dudes. This one dude would come in all the time, well. and he had like three different names, uh, last names. <laughs> and we never knew what his real last name was, and we knew he had a lot of money because he owned the building across the street from us. And to own any building in Tribeca, you need like buku oh, money, God. like in the millions. Oh, yeah. So he, he oh, used yeah. to pay my rent. That one dude would come in and pay my rent each month, and I would just, I would just turn my head when he started talking about something that sounded illegal, and I didn't need to hear it. I would just walk to the other end of the bar, <laughs> like, "Yep, going down here. Need my rent paid." Right. We will take a break. Be right back. More with Jessamay Paluso. Right up to this time on our show. North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with the client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. 
I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so called up the folks at Whiting Clinic, and they helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to reserve today. Space is limited, so don't delay. That's 855-555-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. (laughs) It's 9 o'clock on a Saturday. A regular crowd shuffles in. There's an old man sitting next to me. This is Jessamay Peluso singing at her piano. <laughs> serving booze to people in Tribeca. It all, it all worked out in the end. She's got a, a wonderful life. She's got on a sweatshirt they're going to try to steal from her. Yeah, because you like her, don't you? Yes, I love her. Oh, she's, she was, honestly, Ooh. I think she's one of the most beautiful women ever. Sade. Sade. You, you should have guessed that, Tom. Is that like your uh, favorite? Yes, who is, it is. Who is the who is the great comedian that said, "Sade my ass." Her name is Sadie. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that from several people before. <laughs> but it was a comedian. Did I think great. that was Miss Pat. Was it Miss Pat like that did it? Yeah. Sounds like some Miss Pat. Sounds like, sounds like some Miss Pat. One of those girls would have said. <laughs> I mean, her Hayden. real name is her Hayden. real name is Helen. So. You wish. That's true. No Helen's no, got lips in a profile like that. Is it really Helen? <laughs> Helen Badu. Helen Badu? Badu. Badu. I thought you said Badu. I'm like, now you're just being like R&B racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice. Uh, well, Helen, Sade, what the hell's the difference? It's the same. God, I've got this sing, guy. She, what a great singer. There's this guy who continues to hit me up on social media who wants to give me money. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. always wants to give me money. He's like, please let me be your slave. I'm going to give you money, whatever oh, you need. God. And I don't respond. Oh. And like a couple of times, I'm like laughing because I think it's so ridiculous. This guy keeps hitting me up and he's like, I'm going to send you an Amazon card. And I just went, okay. <laughs> and so he goes, please, my mistress, let me, or please, my queen, let me be your mistress. And I'm like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> And so, this, yeah, this guy's been talking about being my slave. He gave me $15. Oh, <laughs> What kind of well. vibe am I putting out that the cost to be my slave is less than the cost of a ticket to see me perform at House of Comedy? That's phenomenal. Uh, I gotta, $15. Like, I got to change my game. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, fifty. So he sent you an Amazon card. Now, where did he send it? First of all, you didn't give him your address. No, no, I don't even know how he sent it. And he just he just sent me another message. He goes, "Do you want more cash or Amazon cards? I will honestly do anything you tell me to. I want to be your slave for fifteen dollars. <laughs> do I want more cash? Where? Oh yeah, a lot more. <laughs> where does this guy live? I don't know, and I don't want to know any details. I don't want to know any details, but I'm so intrigued that he keeps hitting me up. I mean, that's some budget, budget price right there. <laughs> it you, is. That's you, like the dollar store. Right? Yeah, it's like the dollar store of, you know, sex slavery. By the way, to be my sex slave, <laughs> it costs $32. Please, you yes. know, have some respect. You may want to know Figure where it out. You may want to know where he lives, just in case if you work a club in that city that's that, a good idea right, that he doesn't just surprise you you're right oh what a that, that see with uh amazon cards <laughs> yeah in your or, green room. or he just shows up in s&m gear and a whip and his <laughs> ass is hanging out and he's like all right this is the 15 dollar package right oh. <laughs> this is what you i get. imagine that you the guy huffing and puffing on the evening news going, I gave that bitch $15. <laughs> Can you imagine? And that's, expecting You better something? be careful. Oh, my God. You better be careful. I know. That's why I'm like limited responses to this guy. <laughs> and OK got me a $15 Amazon card. Oh, <laughs> and I just God. was like, is he really going to send me something? The biggest question is, have you used that card? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't even know how to use like... 
half of Amazon. I it, I always send it to my mom's house on accident. I don't even know how to like set up the, the <laughs> delivery. There's so many buttons to click. It's like it seems so simplified, but I always end up with like things from China that I didn't intend on getting. <laughs> Someone sent me a pink dildo uh, as a yeah. gift. I still don't know who that was. Oh, Thank you. Maybe it was maybe it was this dude. Yeah. Maybe it's Maybe tri- that was my $15 gift card and he just bought me a uh, it could be worse. It could give you a Toys R, R- or Toys R Us gift card. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're going I feel under. like I'd find a better dildo there than one in China. <laughs> I was thinking, I think I, somebody once called me a pink dildo, but I'm not sure. <laughs> That's your spirit animal. <laughs> yeah, my spirit animal. Yeah, there's Wally Walker. So, so Toys R Us is like totally dead, huh? Is Toys R Us really going under? Yes. I, I read that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're closing. Yeah. That's yep. so sad. It's closing on, let's see here. Well, this says March 16th, but that doesn't oh, sound right. Today. That doesn't sound right. Uh, that's today. So you better get over there. Because they, they, they tried to restructure, and that didn't even work. Damn. Because the holiday sales were so bad. Now, how are, how are oh. holiday sales for Toys R Us bad? Am- Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon it's all is Amazon or Walmart. Walmart. It, it's, I wouldn't even say it's all Walmart. I would say Amazon is even destroying some of Walmart's well, when revenue. Am- but when Amazon did the whole two-hour delivery system and all that, like now Walmart does it, now Sam's Club does it. I mean, Amazon is the the destroyer, but everybody's on board now. So yeah, yeah. But they're yeah. buying up everything. Like they bought Amazon bought Whole Foods. Yeah. I don't think people realize how big of a move that is, just for like the small grocer. Yeah. Well, the the next move for Amazon, and I don't know if you guys have heard it. <laughs> You laugh, but they have already stated they're going in the insurance business. No. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yep. Yeah. They're they are going, going into the health insurance, insurance business. That seems like business. a real conflict of interest. <laughs> it really does. It just, how many, I feel like you should only be able to stay in a couple lanes when it comes to like Monopoly and being a big company and being able to take over other companies like that. It seems a little uh, too close. Well, they yeah. claim that they want to drive down insurance costs. So they're getting yeah, in. Uh-huh. So people can buy more pink, pink dildos off of Amazon.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, well, I'm Google down for has that. Bought, like, Google's bought like 300 different companies or something like that. Just an insane amount of little companies that no one's ever heard of. They buy them, they try them out for a bit, and then if they don't work, they just dump them. But yeah, no one's ever stopped Google from buying billions and billions of dollars worth of companies. Yeah. So. That's... There, there's this guy... And he does um, radio, but it's all financial stuff. It's called Mr. Money Talk. And and he um, all he talks about is Fang, which is Facebook, Apple. Um, Netflix? Netflix, Google. Those wow, are the that's companies. Everything. Right. Those are the companies to get into. Yeah. And Amazon is F-A-A-N-G. That, I mean, those are like the biggest ones now. And they're changing the way television's being consumed. And yeah, right. Netflix originals. Oh, no Netflix originals. We got so, so much fun stuff. God, those are so bad on gener- on uh, average. What? what is? Netflix originals. They're just oh, yeah, they're terrible. so, so very bad. I think they let the characters no, gotta, do a lot of the directing. You got to find a good yeah. yeah, I think so. A couple of them wrote. Well, yeah, funny. a lot of it's like, you know, yeah, my friend and I have this idea, and they're like, I don't even need to hear it. Here's your uh, here's your time slot. Or, well, not even time slot. They just kind of stay. Well, Doug, just kind of say, send us the uh, send us the uh, the movie file, and we'll put it on Netflix. Well, Doug got me hooked on one called Everything Sucks. Yeah, that's, that's Everything supposed sucks. to be really good. That's a new one, yeah. Is it, is it Every- apocalyptic, end of the world, but funny kind of thing? No, it's not. It's a high school Oh, I'm thinking setting. something different. Yeah, it's called Everything Sucks. It's like the Grassy High, but it's on Netflix. Okay. That's and, a 90s high school. Yep. I don't know if it's a parody of 90s high school dramas or right. it just is a 90s high school drama. It's hard to say. They were kind of parodies of themselves when they came out. Yeah, I just thought of something. This could. This is really bad. Like iHeart, the the radio company mm-hmm. that owns uh, a bunch of stuff in town or whatever. They were twenty twenty billion dollars in debt, and they just filed Whoa. bankruptcy a couple of days ago. Whoa! How bad a news is it that everybody's buying up everything, and they offered that company for half of their debt, ten billion, and nobody bought it. Oh. So these guys are buying every business in the world except for that for half price. <laughs> that's not good news. No. Well, that's a statement about radio, though, isn't it? It is. It really is. It is indeed. Well, AM radio, is, uh, you know, they got they got their, their, their struggle. I don't know. 
my personal belief is radio got itself in a lot of trouble when it allowed comedians uh, on it. <laughs> yeah, allowed comedians on the air. It was a total disaster. Now, when they allowed to start weighting different demographics, that was a huge mistake because nobody knows who really listens to the radio anymore. It's a, they're all weighted demos. How does that work? Like, has how, any idea. how does a weighted demo work? Like, is that a way of them marketing, marketing-wise? Well, they will give listeners who don't exist to, like, say, under twenty-five years old. I think now it's gotten up up as high as thirty because. How many people under 30 listen to the radio? I would I would say probably like 10% of those people listen to radio, and that's yeah, like high. 10%. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, in, in the radio business, your market will still show that there uh, are a good share of people under 30 listening to the radio, but everybody knows it's not true. Uh, they, they minority weight, so they'll say that, that blacks, Hispanics, Asians are listening to your radio station, even if they don't. Uh, you know, just so they show up on the surveys. Right, right, right. And is that like it's a insane. bait for um, advertisers? Is that like a... Yes, right. yes, exactly. Yeah, pretty much all of radio is advertisers and radio stations lying to one another. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> it sounds like politics, I don't know too. why they can't just be honest. Well, yeah, it's... I, I, don't, s- I don't know. I've still yet to hear an Afro Sheen commercial lately, so, you know. Yeah. Sounds like politics. <laughs> you need one of those. <laughs> I did the Afro Sheen commercial did all the you? time. What are you talking about? <laughs> you Absolutely. did not. I know. Make it, it was nice unbelievable, and healthy and glistening. That's important. Give it some moisture. Uh, yeah, give it some moisture. <laughs> Moisture's That's all important. You need. That, yeah. That, Little squirt. That's from what I understand, that moisture is important. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? No, I think a lot of businesses do that now. They They make up their demographics. You know, they just do. I, I I don't know why they're allowed to do that or why they think it's a good idea to do that. Uh, you know, television's having a hell of a problem because you want to talk about a, a medium that nobody under 40 watches. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Yeah, even well, maybe Andy's even under 50. Here, my son, maybe even under 50. Yeah. You might be right about that. Because Andy, my son sitting here with me, is 31 years old. He does not even own a television. Nope. There's no point. So what? Yeah. I mean, exactly. however, I do game a lot. So yeah, I was about to say, like whoa, four, whoa, whoa, whoa. I have four TVs. Don't let me. I'm, not, I'm just saying there's real no point <laughs> yeah. to own a TV. You can do everything <laughs> off of the TV. You can, but, but right. you still got to watch all your streaming Yeah, you know. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch everything I watch on that my phone. On my, uh, I've got a laptop. I okay. watch that. I put that off to the side on my desk, and then so I got my main computer, and then the uh, so you have your hands free to, to do what you need to do in your. See, <laughs> see, Andy, a lot of uh, a lot of us like to watch uh, shows with people, you know, friends, family. Yeah, and to watch um, it like with on a the friend laptop, with a laptop you know? is awkward. You're like, yo, bro, yeah, Andy, you want to watch? <laughs> you want to watch Family Guy snuggled together on a laptop? <laughs> I still have a TV, There's but not, I got rid well, of cable. You did get rid of cable. Yeah, because it, well, there's I, no more fun. The channels, it's like there's a thousand soccer channels, which I never understand. So many I soccer agree. channels. <laughs> like, come I on. I agree with you. How many times can you listen to, way, 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 like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I just got rid of that. That is very true. <laughs> that is very, very well, they true. Get, they got to go, go with the Andy plan. <laughs> Start selling cable a la carte. So yes. you just pick yeah, your, exactly. your 10 channels or yep. whatever and yeah. just be done with the rest of that crap. Yep. And then talk about demographic. Then networks can look at the types of people who are buying those packages right. and what shows and networks they're buying. And then they can really get back into it yep. and not doing this BS weighted thing that Tom's talking about yeah. with the radio yeah. stations. Well, the, you know, yeah, they do it for television, too. Yeah, I'm they sure. Absolutely do it for I mean, television you look too. at television now. Amazing. Every commercial is biracial. It yep. is. They're making sure they check all the boxes yep. in one commercial. It's, a, it's, it's almost like you're still racist. It's like, <laughs> it's a, yeah, that is racist thinking. Right. It's yeah. Like, you it know, is. You know, of course it is. Let's get a mixed race couple and some kids who kind of look mixed race, maybe throw them in there. Yeah, we don't know if they're mixed or Pan-Asian. Just toss right. them in. Make them say one awkward word. Right. And it's all it's good. True. That's what I want to do. I want to have a quiz with all you guys right now, and let's see if you can answer this properly. I love quizzes. Name or okay, name a television show 
that's not hosted by Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to you. Good luck to you is all I got to say. Uh, you know, I watch, a, I watch a lot of... Everything. Yes, he is. I watch a lot of children's TV, though. So, you know, PJ Masks, that's going to be mine. I got another quiz out. for everybody. <laughs> Na- okay, everybody ready? Okay. Name a time Steve Harvey hasn't used his face as a punchline. Go! <laughs> Every time someone That's says something, true. he stops, drops his cards, and looks up to the left and walks away from the person. Yeah, he does. He just does the like, oh, I can't deal with He's this. He's like, face. Lord, why would you? Yeah, say exactly that. Because you know, he even shows everyone up. Loves it. He even shows up on religious TV. Yes, he does. He does. He oh, yeah, he's super vibe. Christian, apparently. He's very religious, yeah, indeed. Matter of fact, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. We'll talk more about how religious Steve Harvey is. <laughs> <laughs> just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. No need to ask, he's a smooth Baby. <laughs> it is sad that that's the only song of hers that people relate to. I know, because Lover's oh, Rock was so good. What's that? She's Lover's phenomenal. Rock. Oh, I, uh, their song's even better than that. Yeah. But, um. Don't get JB started. Yes. Where is she now? Where is Sade now? She's not touring. Spending which, her money. In your basement? Spending and she's taking people off because she's not touring. She's not, and you're one of those people. Yes, it is. Every yes. year there's a rumor of a tour online, and people run out and literally start harassing the, oh. the, the places that are listed that she's going, like yeah. the, the actual yeah. concert halls. And they're like, <laughs> she's not coming here. She was born in 1959. Yep. She was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her middle no name yeah. means honor confers a crown. My middle name That's is just Tom after means. my drunk grandma. That's all that means. <laughs> <laughs> Your drunken grandma. Yeah. Just a made drunken grandma Palooza. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Doesn't it have a ring to it? <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. There's no question about it. Oh, man. One more thing about Steve Harvey before we move on. We have a dog named Jude. He's a four-year-old Cavalier King Charles. Named Jew? And he... <laughs> Jude. Oh, I was like, wow, like, cool. Hey, Jude. You know what's funny about that? This is a true story, Jessamay. I am not making this up. We had a, an author from France that was coming on to do this show no, Germany. a couple weeks ago. Even better, well, it was know, Germany. He, he, oh. Well, I know, but it, let me handle this, will you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh-oh, Tom needs a snack. Anyway. Low blood sugar. <laughs> Where's the Snickers? Where's the Snickers? He's turning into Joe Pesci. <laughs> Get him the Snickers. Hey, 
I, my favorite Joe Pesci line of all time is at the table in Raging Bull with his little children. They're probably six and eight years old. And he picks up a big butcher knife. He goes, if you don't shut up, I'm going to stab you with this knife. <laughs> Their own father going to stab him. Thank Make you. Point. But anyway, yeah, I like that. So this guy said he was, this guy, he wrote a book and he, he lived in France and all the rest of it. Turns out that he was German, though, and he heard us while he was on hold, ready to go on, talking about Jude the dog. And we're going, God, Jude is so weird. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> he goes nuts for no reason. I mean, Jude sees, sees certain things, and he just goes crazy. The guy thought we were talking about Jews, <laughs> so he hung up. <laughs> <laughs> did you call? Did you get him back on the line, or is he still thinking you're over no. here talking trash about Jews? You know, I, I tell you that uh, one day we rounded up the Jew. Uh, was uh, oh, that's oh funny. Oh my god. He, he, but anyway, I was so Jude the dog J U D E like hey Jude uh, <laughs> does not like it when people put their hands over their head. I don't know why, but he just does not like it. And Steve Harvey does that all the time on Family Feud. Yeah. He throws his hands up in the air. Every time, Jude goes crazy. He hates Steve Harvey now because he always puts his hands up in the air. That's so funny. You have to get a video of that. That's a, that's a viral video right there. We should have, get a video of Jude going crazy because <laughs> Steve Harvey will not stop throwing his hands up in the air. Dog. All right, let's go. We still got one answer, Anthony. If it's there again, your family wins the game. But this time you got two strikes. If it's not there, the Flowers family can steal and they win the game. Anthony, give me a boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. <laughs> <laughs> People applaud. Uh, this guy sounded like he so was from Arkansas. About it. <laughs> was that a white guy that had to be a white guy from Arkansas? No, it's a black family. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. Uh, and did you hear the sister? You heard the sister in the background going, good answer, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I'd have been like, that was my fan. I'd have been like, where the hell do you people come from? Uh, I would have walked off. That was my family. I would have left. I would have taken my mic off and just walked off slowly. That was great. Good answer. That's a good answer. I would have looked at him and said, we have a sister in the family named Juanita. What do you think I'll say is? Uh, Juanita, Julio, and Jose. Oh, he said it with God. such confidence. Yep. Mm-hmm. He did. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's Real see. Quick. Flip it, it around. <laughs> I want, I we want, won. I wonder after that show how many black people named their kids Jose. With an H? With an Ooh, H. I love it. <laughs> Just H-O-S-E. That's and good poor enough for kids me. It's not hoes. <laughs> poor poor hose. kid's going to go to grade school and the teacher's going to go, Hose? <laughs> and all the girls stand up like, what? I'm just thinking of poor Jude, man. Steve Harvey must have threw his hands up after that one. Yeah, Jude must have been going nuts. Oh, poor God. Jude. Oh, he definitely threw his hands up after yep. that one. Poor Jude. I could see him just upset. walking away from that. That's a walk away. That's a walk away. That is so funny. Jose. <laughs> he was so confident. Yeah. That's the as you pointed out, as you pointed out already. Oh, yeah, he, he knew was so it. confident that was the right answer. That yeah. was the answer. That's if you watch him, he says it answer. so confidently, he looks up at the board, he turns his head, he's like confident, he's slapping hands with other family members. <laughs> oh that is so That's so funny. Terrible. That's terrible. Uh. Jose. So you name your kid H O S E. What's your sister's name, bitches? And the poor kid is sitting in class. It's Jose. It's Jose. It's Jose. And the teacher's like, oh, whatever. He just has a clip of the show on his phone. Weird. See? This you is don't where see he the named accent me. Above the e. <laughs> yes, Jose. It is Jose. I know it's an H, but it's still Jose. That's so funny. Oh, God, I love it. I, I, it just, I did not see that episode. Andy, did you actually see the episode? I haven't watched Family Feud in like 10 years. That's right. You don't watch television. What am I thinking? What am I saying? Well, not to mention it's all just, you know, uh, crude humor now. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. 
Family Feud's always about digging in your butt and stuff like that. I don't know what yeah, that's all. I love that humor. Funny. I gotta be honest. That's right up my alley. You guys are talking about Blazing no, Saddles. No wonder he doesn't like Blazing Saddles. It's all about butts. <laughs> I think that stuff is hilarious. It may be juvenile and you know, you know, not highbrow, but you do. You, I love you know, it. Richard probably helped write that movie and yeah. actually was supposed oh, to be supposed the, to be in it. The sheriff. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy. Cleveland's Lotto role. Sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the sheriff, absolutely. <laughs> I don't think the networks the wanted him. Yeah. There was like a drama between Mel and in the um the network. Yeah, he had just gotten busted with drugs or something. Yeah, so yeah. he just like, had a hot news yeah. story and they weren't trying to mess with him, but Mel still <laughs> Mel was so influential in, in film. Yeah. The sheriff is oh, yeah. near. <laughs> the sheriff is near. <laughs> What's he saying? saying the sheriff, sheriff is, is near. <laughs> No, no, the sheriff is a ding, ding. Oh, man. That's just terrible. Absolutely horrendous. Even when you watch it, it today, you're like, movie, wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's you not know? dated. It's, no. It is not dated. That's one thing you can no, say. I, <clears throat> that there's no, no question about that. That in the movie Slapshot, that's not dated either. Slapshot? You don't even know what Slapshot is, Jesse. Yes, I do. I do know Slapshot. For my do? my dad is like a movie buff. Like all we do is oh, watch okay. movies, and my like my dad's favorite other favorite is Airplane. That's another one <laughs> oh, that you yeah, still feel good. like you can watch, and there's you know, it still holds up. Yeah, my favorite part in Airplane is when the they're bringing the guy in to help save the plane, and they hit the guy on the bike, and he jumps up and goes, "Asshole." <laughs> <laughs> Cuddy say can't hang. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. He said that he's in great pain and he wants to know if you can help him. All right. Would you tell him to just relax and I'll be back as soon as I can with some medicine? <laughs> just hang loose, blood. She's going to catch up on the rebound on the meds. <laughs> 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 Sounds like Steve Harvey. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of that scene from Meet Joe Black where Brad Pitt has oh, to sit yeah. down next to that bed. He's like, everything I read, everything I... I felt so uncomfortable watching that scene with Brad Pitt trying to talk like with a Jamaican accent to this woman on her deathbed. I'm like, no, please no, make it stop. Don't you worry, sister, everything I read. <laughs> but I'm just wondering who had the forethought in air in airplane to go. We really need somebody who, the least person to sell this, and they went would leave it to Beaver's mother, to Barbara Billingsley, Billingsley to play that part. But she did. It was so good. <laughs> Hang loose blood. <laughs> I mean, that sounded legit. Yeah. Especially through these mic, these earphones. Like, that sounded legit. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, there's some movies. It is wonderful. Now, what's in the last five years, what's the funniest movie that, that came out? Seriously, we're talking about movies now that are about 25 years old. I mean, Hangover kind of struck a nerve with everybody because it was sort of, you know... It did. It pushed the ticket a little bit as far as like content and ridiculous absurdities. Yeah, I um, mean when when they brought Mike Tyson in. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, what? Mike Tyson? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he was so calm through his whole his whole scenes. He was just like, I'm not here to kill anybody. And you just have this thought in the back of your head: Mike's going to snap at any time and <laughs> just start killing yeah, people. Anytime. <laughs> Any second. Well, why are you going and stealing the man's tiger? That's some issues. <laughs> that is a great introduction, though. He's singing in the, in the air tonight by Phil Collins, and all of a sudden he's just he's singing, and then he punches out whatever his face is, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. Whatever works. Whatever works. But seriously, is there, has there been a classic comedy in the last five years? Like something that would be along... You know, Animal House or Caddyshack or Airplane or Blazing Saddles. Any anything even close to that? I don't think in the last five it, years. I don't think so either. I don't think you're allowed to be all that funny in movies anymore. You know, I, I don't. I was never an anchor man guy. I I, I never saw. Uh, Will Ferrell's okay. He was good as an elf. That was good. Oh, but now now you're going to strike you're going to strike oh, a nerve. You're going to strike a nerve. Now, you say 5 years, but if you go back a little bit more, Anchorman? Okay. The outtakes of Anchorman put me in stitches when he's like the human oh, really? torch was denied a big loan. Like what are you even saying? And that's right. all improv. Like right. that dude's 
I would beg to say that there are very few actors, comedic actors in this generation that can go toe to toe with Will Ferrell on a comedic level and be able to carry a script on his own and bring it even to another funny area. Right. You look at a movie like Get Hard, which is so dumb. Like the the concept mm-hmm. is so stupid, but you put Kevin Hart and Will and Will Ferrell. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it kind of like saw it. I thought it was funny. What did you think? It, it, it had moments. I think the movie was funny. However, I think playing to like the whole five year thing I think movies used to have characters you used to have to play a role you used to have to come out of personality yeah. yep. every movie Kevin Hart's yep. in he's Kevin Hart yeah you know there's there's nothing yep. it's just he's a short funny guy um, so I think if we go back to the whole like you need to make them play a role they need to actually act it out and be actors I think we can right. get great movies again and you're right about saying that movies aren't you know like you're not allowed to be funny you said something like you know we're not being funny we're entering a very dangerous territory where everyone so offended everyone's yep. so offended yep. I'm a, what did he say what did she say I'm so offended how about busying your life so much that you don't have time to be offended right. learn a language Becky or Steven <laughs> I'm so sick of people being offended you can be offended if you're also like putting food in, in children's mouths and helping you know further the cure for cancer but if you're just sitting at home on your computer being offended by what people are saying get a skill learn you know do some I don't know yoga figure well, something out in your life I heard L.A. Nick say and God help me that I'm quoting L.A. Nick say we need a new Rickles Yes, we do need a new... Yep. And, and you know what? Uh, I was going to say, um, Russell Peters comes close. Russell Peters does come close. Does he? He, yes, he, he does. says whatever he wants. Yes. And, and he's he, very smart. Right. He he attacks... Well, I shouldn't say attacks his audience, but he uses his audience. Yep. And he you know he gets he's, over. He's equal yeah. opportunity with yeah. it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know but what? I wish Joan Rivers was still alive. Oh, God, yes. She was phenomenal. She was she the was parameter fantastic. of all that. She was. You know, she she no, she no went after everybody. Same with Rickles, like and that's the problem. Like you're saying, you know, what's been the greatest movie in the past five years? That's sort of like mm-hmm. that's important to have that because comedy is definitely a parameter of what's going on in society. And once we start to make comedians apologize all the time, yeah. then you're gonna get shitty comedy movies. I'm sorry. That's yeah. what's or, gonna happen. Or yeah, comedy specials because yeah. yes. there's a lot of them on Netflix now. I sit there and go. That's not funny. Right. I saw that line come in two sentences ago. Yeah. Come on. Be original. Yeah, it's true. And be, like, take risks. Right. You know, Ladies and gentlemen, Becky... Becky Peluso is Becky at Peluso. <laughs> Oh, God. Thank God that wasn't the choice. I mean, Jesse May is not much better, but Becky, that's a tough one to Jessie get out of May's your mouth. Jesse May is a good name. Jesse May Peluso, Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight and tomorrow night and a Sunday night show as well. Jesse May, always a pleasure. Murray, thanks for coming in. Of course. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. Tom Bernard.